Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Batch. Batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Hello. I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is Batch Bitch. It's the podcast where we bitch about all things Bachelor. And this week we are again talking about Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, if you are listening to this, that means the finale just came out. But guess what? I don't have time to watch it before then. So we're doing every episode except the last one. Well, we'll do the last one, but it'll just be on the next episode when I assume we'll start, we'll do the finale of Bachelor in Paradise and start The Bachelor. Yeah, that'll be but fine. But also, yeah, nobody gives a shit about Bachelor in Paradise finales because it's always boring. Yeah. The finale of Bachelor in Paradise is always boring. It's not like I'm sure we'll knock the it Bachelor. out in two minutes. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll just be like, oh, I sat, I was thinking for a bit <laughs> and then uh, I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> and then... Congratulations, a few people commit to being boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe <laughs> in the outside world. And <laughs> one it. person will leave. Probably Kiki and Kieran will leave because Kiki will own Kieran's ass. I hope, well, I doubt it. I think usually if they get to the commitment ceremony, then that means they're like together. It's not like right at first sight where, where you're like somehow contractually obligated to get in a wedding dress before you dump someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, so what episode is this? Like, is this like episode <clears throat> nine or is it? Nine? Is it episode nine? I think it's more later than it. This is the fourth week that we've reviewed it. It might be nine. I'm yeah, really sorry that I was like, nine. Nine. I don't know because I feel like the first week maybe we only did two or th- I don't know. Who knows? I don't care. That's the thing. It does not matter at no. all. Anyway, let's get started. Brittany <coughs> was feeling bad about Jamie because Jamie's she. Jamie's Jamie's fucked off. Yes, she didn't pick him. Instead, Thank she God. picked Scott. And then. For some reason, Tim is annoyed at Brittany for not picking Jamie, which is extremely rude. It's very confusing. <laughs> because why the fuck should she pick Jamie? He's just been, he's just gotten in between her and potentially her love of her life. He's actively trying to stop her from dating other people. <laughs> yeah, it's rude. <laughs> and then Brittany walks away crying and Scott seems nice. He chases after her and comforts her, Scott's which is Scott's a nice sweet. boy. Yeah, he seems nice. Um, and then Jackson speaks with Brittany and he says he didn't expect Cass to give him her rose. Yeah. Um, because Cass, uh, cut Brittany's grass. Yeah. Also, Jackson told Cass, Brittany's giving me a rose, so you don't have to do that. Yeah. You can give it to someone else. But Cass just likes to stir shit because she's 34 and insecure. That's my theory. Oh, I 100% agree with that. I think so far we've seen that 
she basically only wants to go for go for people that other people like just to spite that person. Yeah. To try and be better than that person. I mean, I guess that's like supply and demand, you know? So it's capitalism, that's marketing. You see something, okay. you see other people want it, and you go, I want it too. There's no shortage of men. <laughs> yeah, but if you actually had to look at any of these men in a vacuum, <laughs> well, would you really find them attractive in any way? No, I don't think I'd go for any of them especially after knowing them now I feel bad for Abby because she never got to like she never got to know who the real I guess she did get to know who the real Kieran was I don't think she cared she said that um like they both decided that they didn't want to date each other but they just showed Kieran saying that and not her that is rude yeah um which is honestly yeah I think well obviously none of these men are our type no because our type is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anywho, uh, so what's going on? Um, Ka- uh, Cass is like, should I talk to Brittany? Clearly Brittany's pissed off at Cass. And um, yes. Kira says, maybe wait till tomorrow because Kira is actually pretty smart. Um, and then Cass goes anyway and says, Brittany, can we talk? And Brittany says, no, and just walks <laughs> away. Good for you, Brittany. It was not the time to talk. Queen You were upset. Of agency, Brittany. Yes. We love Brittany so much. I would not talk to Cass either. Especially because no. she says Jackson like this. Jackson. Jackson You did you do love saying that. Jackson. Who did she go after Jackson? Alex. Um Okay. <laughs> so Renee, Matt and Scott are talking about Kieran's lies because apparently Kiki just thinks that he and Jess kissed. He Kiki doesn't know that they slept together. Which is kind of a fucked up thing if you're all living in the same little island camp. You should be like, by the way, I fucked that person. Yeah. Just seems like it would come up um, unless you were avoiding saying it. Especially if you were were supposed to meet up with somebody in paradise. Yeah. (laughs) Like you'd sort of pre-organize to have a paradise boyfriend or girlfriend. I'll wait for you means I'll fuck someone else until you get here and then I'll dump them. Yeah, I'll make out with a few other people. I'll sleep in a few different beds, and then when you're here, I'll dump whoever's I'm currently sleeping with. It's called Whatever. waiting. Learn about it. <laughs> um, uh, Jackson and Brittany kiss again. This is all going great for them. Yeah, it's so nice. I'm so happy for Brittany. Yeah. Finally, somebody seems to like her. Yeah. Um, and then the girls, all the girls, try and call Cass out, sort of, for saying that. She was going to give Scott her rose and then yeah, change her mind. Assuring Brittany, I'm not going to step on your toes and then just yeah. doing it anyway. <laughs> and then in Cass's talking head, it's it's always this. And I know that like, so usually you, like a lot of the time you see people like stitching the words together. Mm. But also I feel like in these episodes that we're about to talk about, um, it's like the first time where they've just decided, no, we'll just use the full talking head of her saying fucked up shit. That's how you know you're actually an asshole. If for the drama of it, the best thing the editors can do is just show you for 10 seconds with no editing, then you are <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah. She says, I don't have to fight girls for other boys. Well, that's fine. I have no problem with that. Well, that's I think very it's pretty. I, I, you know, I... Have you ever fought for a man against another girl? No, I wouldn't. The difference is you haven't seen a girl with a guy and been like, 
mine now. So I would say it's her own doing for that. Yeah, I just feel like it's so rude to Brittany to say that. I mean, also because later on we do hear her being like, Brittany? Brittany. You chose Brittany? Yeah. Ew, like Brittany. Which is horrible because Brittany's the best person in here. Brittany, the incredibly charismatic 25-year-old hottie. Yeah, (laughs) I love... Smart and kind to everyone. Brittany. Anyway. Anyway, Cass says she doesn't feel the need to apologize. Yeah, Alicia of and Renee not. say she should just apologize for saying she wasn't going to do something and then doing it. Not necessarily giving the rose, but explicitly going towards Brittany to be like, I'm not going to do this, by the way, and then doing it. But she says yeah. she's not sorry. No, of course, because why would you be sorry for uh, hurting another person? <laughs> Um, so Cass and Brittany eventually sit down and Cass tries to explain herself. Um, but Brittany's like, what? You should have just been honest. <laughs> Instead of explicitly lying, I guess. And Brittany's like, we did kiss again. But yeah, and this is when Cass is like, I think I'm confused. Like, it's Brittany. Seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that is. And that's a single shot we've got right there. Yes, there's no editing on that. And that makes me so angry. Because can you imagine saying, like, like it's Britney, you know, yuck. And then, like, could you imagine saying yuck about another person who you're... You wouldn't say yuck. You'd just be like, I guess they're not... I guess they're into a different type of person than me. I'm just... Imagine looking at Britney and saying yuck. She's so beautiful. She's so pretty. And kind and sweet. How dare Cass. I'm angry, so angry at her. Yes. Well, yeah, she's, I, you know, I don't like to say things about people, but she's the fucking worst. I'm sorry. And that's, and that, and we're allowed to say that now. We're allowed to say that because, um, what did, we saw Noranga on his Instagram. He posted that someone was complaining about, about a bad edit, clearly referring to Cass. Yes. And saying, no, they didn't get a bad edit and they actually said a lot of other bad things that weren't on screen and said that this person allegedly um, said they couldn't pronounce his name and apparently said to other people that they wouldn't take him home to meet their parents because of where he was from. But then also didn't even know where he was from or something. Yeah, blat- like that's that's blatant racism. Yeah, that's disgusting. Like... I just felt so, I just felt so bad for Naranga because I feel like, I just felt like he didn't get a chance from anyone. No. Because everybody was like, Kieran, Kieran, Kieran. It's like, Kieran's a piece of shit. (laughs) You learned that day one. But I guess there were a few guys who lost out. Um, But yeah, I mean, he shouldn't have focused on Cass, obviously, because she's the worst. Yeah. I guess maybe there's people need to stop thinking, you know, that like treat them mean, keep them keen. That's not, don't do that. Just be nice to people if you like them. And then also be nice to them if you don't like them. But I don't know. Wow. Be nice. That's Daniel's I don't know. <laughs> well, I was going to say be nice if you like them. And then I was like, well, you can't say be mean <laughs> if you don't like them. Uh, I don't want to fuck you, so... I'm going to kick you in the fucking head. Um, uh, yeah, Naranga, um, yeah, it was, it's, it sucks. I'm sorry, Naranga. Um, yeah, sorry, Naranga. Uh, I guess part of that's on you for having terrible taste. <laughs> yeah, you didn't deserve that. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Didn't deserve any of that. But um, what were you thinking, bro? <laughs> anyway, um, so Alex, we find out Alex thinks Kira's affections are too much. Kira's very full on. She's a very forward person. Um, Alex cannot handle this. Alex has never had a girlfriend. Yeah. I and mean, he's, that's he's now found the most autonomous woman in the world. <laughs> I don't really understand Alex B. I obviously I understand why Alex is in paradise because he looks like a man who should be in paradise. But <laughs> I don't think this is a sh- this isn't somebody who's never had a girlfriend is not going to find love in what four weeks or something. He doesn't need to find love. Isn't that what the show's about? I'm confused. Sure. <laughs> and Marion at First Sight is about finding your soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I read the log line of the show. <laughs> um. So, uh, and then Keely shows up. Who's Keely? Yes. Who Absolutely knows? no idea. She was apparently on math season and left on the first night. I guess she- she's taller than him and he went, if I've got to cut the fat, I'll just, she'll go. And then two other women, I assume. She looks like um, Hannah from Married from um, Big Brother, I think. Keely does. Yeah, a little bit. I was like, literally when you said that, I was like, who's Hannah and what is Big Brother? Like, <laughs> Yeah, remember we watched it. <laughs> I literally have wiped that from my memory. I'm like, <laughs> do you mean from like 2012? <laughs> um. So they, so they're like, "Hey, Keely, here's everyone who has a girlfriend," and it's basically everyone except Alex. And she's like, "Well, I like Alex." Um, and then Keely talks to Alex, and they're like, "Let's get to know each other." I don't care about this. Um, no. And then they give a date card to Cass, um, which made me very angry. I could tell because I've put a lot of angry emojis. Well, it was a piece of. It was so annoying because it's like you're. I felt like this was the point where so many times Britney has, like, they've done Britney dirty. Oh, yeah. And this was the one time where I was like, okay, what Australia want to see now is they want to see a love story with Britney. Okay? So give us what we want. Give us wholesome Britney getting to go on a date for once in her goddamn life. And then, (laughs) no. They give it to Cass. And then Cass... I think I think the producers want to see Britney sad or something. I don't really yeah, understand. They that Britney is like the perfect underdog because like she's never horrible to anyone. So they just want to make her journey longer. Yeah, but like what if Jackson had have picked Cass and Britney had have gone home? Danielle, this is okay. Here's what you don't understand about good narrative. You have to put your characters through hell. So they said, Britney, she's so charming. We are going to just stomp on her constantly (laughs) and that is what makes a good story don't do that yeah well the issue is that these are real people (laughs) i'm so angry (laughs) anyway i'm so angry um like when they give Cass the the date card jackson says like oh i don't think i'll get it because you know Cass knows we've already kissed and then Cass immediately says jackson yeah and then no she says jackson Sorry, yes, I know you love saying Jackson. Jackson. And then um, Cass says to Jackson, I like stepping on toes around here. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Why? Get that makes life, me feel loser. like. Yeah, she's not saying, I actually 
like you and I would like to pursue you. She's saying, I want to piss Brittany off. Yeah, if I was Jackson, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, what's up with that? Why can't everybody see that Cass is a pe- piece of root? She's not good. <laughs> pe- piece of root. If Cass was a man, we'd be going full fucking hog right now, wouldn't we? Yeah, we would be. We <laughs> would abs- I'd, we'd threaten to murder her is you what would. we would do. <laughs> I would stop just short of that because I'm terrified <laughs> that we're going to get sued one day. <laughs> well, I mean, no matter what, we're on the same podcast, Numi. If I get sued, you get sued. Oh, fuck's sake. So say what you want. Mur- say who you want to murder all the time, okay? Well, I don't want to murder Cass. I want to make that very clear. I think Cass just needs to grow up a little bit. Okay, but I'm, I'm not buying any of her jewellery. So, fine. Wow. Take that Cass. That's so, um, whereas Cat. I will only ever support Hennessy (laughs) jewellery from this show. I loved in the flashbacks to Alicia's, like, time with Jules. You can see those cicada earrings. She wore them in this season at one of the dinners. Oh, really? Yeah. And necklace too. That's women supporting women right there. They're they're still on sale, those cicada earrings. And they've got smaller versions now too. Yes. You you mentioned it last podcast. Oh, did I? That they don't weigh your earlobes down. Yeah, because I don't like the big long dragon (laughs) holes that you get if you wear heavy earrings all the time. Anyway. Whatever. Um, Yes. Okay, so then, I don't know, whatever happened. Alex, oh, Alex tries to talk to Kira. Yeah. He tries to say, you're a bit full on. Um, let's slow things down. Let's slow things some down. Let's take space. To which Kira just sort of um, ignores. <laughs> <laughs> so if you just imagine Kira without the Alicia fight, come on, she's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just hard because of the Alicia fight. Yeah. <laughs> she's pretty funny. I think she was just threatened. Anyway, whatever. Um, Brittany, this breaks my heart. She says that when Jackson v- gets back from the date, she says, I'm going to be so normal this afternoon. I'm going to wow him. <laughs> Bro, don't be oh, normal. Oh, Brittany, don't be normal. Okay, oh, then boy. we have the we have the strangest snorkeling scene I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> So it's, it's Cass and Jackson snorkeling on their date, but Cass has her arm around Jackson while they're snorkeling, like over his back. And I just don't know how that's possibly comfortable. <laughs> that's not a way to snorkel. Like you've got to swim. Like, or, or is she using him for buoyancy? Yeah, she's lazy ass. I don't she understand. She grabs onto other people's boyfriends, metaphorically and physically. Yep, don't like it. He's Britney's. He's Britney's property. Yes, men are property and women are never property. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Uh, I am being extremely problematic this morning. I have a sore back. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I have a sore back? I do have a sore back and it's making me delirious. <laughs> anyway, then we have after they get out of the ocean or wherever they're snorkeling and have a little sit-down lunch. And then Jack, Brittany says to Jackson, "In she, he says, you don't, she says, you don't have cold sores from Brittany, do you? And then laughs. Oh, Cass says that. What the fuck? Yeah. That's so rude. That's so rude. Like saying, she's essentially saying she thinks Brittany's dirty. Well, Brittany does so. get cold sores. Well, I mean... So do every heaps of people. 
Well, I wouldn't want cold sores. No, I wouldn't want cold honest. sores if someone either. someone gave me cold sores, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> yes. you have them for life. <laughs> I wouldn't want it either. I feel like it would be an annoying nightmare. But still. It is herpes. It's rude to ask. I, think. I mean, she's just being rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just being very rude. It doesn't mean cold sores are a good thing just because Brittany has them, Danielle. <laughs> I didn't say they were a good thing. I didn't know. I didn't know Brittany had them. I think she does. If she doesn't, then Cass is psychotic. But I think she does. Um, and Jackson says that uh, you know Brittany was a bit upset, obviously, and Cass just laughs at that. She thinks that's funny. Rude. What is wrong with her? She's honestly, I can't believe she has so many friends. <laughs> does she? I don't know. I guess like I don't on her Instagram. She's always got photos with like four other women or something and i'm like how do you keep how are you friends with four women are you not just constantly trying to steal their boyfriends or are you all the same like no, i don't know maybe she just makes them all jewelry maybe that could be a thing i think you've got to be like i think you've got to be a pretty rough character to go on bachelor in paradise and be on bachelor in paradise for nearly the entire season and to only have a bit over 5,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> is that is that rude? I don't know. I just feel yeah, like... It's so rude. I just feel like, you know, like you see villains, like Kira has heaps and heaps and heaps of followers and so does... That's because Kira's really funny. She's on... You missed her. You missed her at her best. I mean, she's still pretty funny okay. now, but you missed her in her yeah. shining season. I just feel like... I, I know that I'm being horrible, but I feel like Cass is a rude, mean person. She is rude. How long until we have more followers than her? How many Instagram I mean, followers Cass. do you have? I don't know. I, two, 2,000 something? I don't know. Mm. Um, I feel like I've got the same amount as like a, like a 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, 14-year-olds don't have that many. Oh, like wow. maybe a 20-year-old. Okay. No, That's fine. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends on the type. But uh, yeah, if you were like a TikTok. <laughs> no, I guess TikTok 14-year-olds have like millions. Yeah, they do. I <laughs> I keep going on TikTok and I forget that they're children because I just like the, the algorithm just puts like funny videos in front of me. Um because that's what I like. I just like little jokes and have a laugh. Um, but every now and then, so I'll just like, I'm just like, these are just people. But every now and then there'll be like a video that's like, oh my God, slow this sound down. And it'll be someone like laughing hysterically. And then so you slow the sound down and like, say the sound is just someone going like, uh, uh, uh. And then you slow it down and it's someone going like, uh, uh. And the person's like, Oh my god, it sounds like sex sounds. If you slow it down, slow it down. It's so funny. It sounds like sex. And I'm like, oh, it's children app. <laughs> it's the children app. <laughs> they That's think funny. it's so funny when someone moans. It's so weird. That's that is funny. Don't Oh, children. <laughs> um, like, oh, you're 15. <laughs> yeah, you've you've never had Oh, you're a fucking virgin. That's what I say. I comment on their profile. I say you're a little fucking yeah. virgin. Well, I mean, fucking if you think if you just think moaning is really funny, <laughs> that's a that's a real. I don't know. It it's not funny to me. <laughs> it's they're, not they're, funny. N- they're normal sounds, guys. It's <gasps> natural. 
but everything else they say is very funny to me, but that is very confusing. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, Kira, Usher walks in. You forget. Kira okay. um, hangs off Alex again. And he's like, I thought we were doing space. And she goes, oh, I thought you meant three minutes, not three days. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, but then, yes, Osher appears. Yes, and he announces they're going to be having another Buller banquet. And then we're at the Buller banquet. And I don't think free for all. No topic. The topic isn't Renee. The topic isn't double standard slash bro code versus girl code. It is just whatever you want. Yeah, and then yeah, whatever. What? Absolutely, whatever. I feel sorry for because usually it revolves around whoever's just come in the house, uh, come into the whatever Bachelor in Paradise is the island or something, mm. but. We just don't really mention the new lady, um, <laughs> yeah, whoever she is. We just don't sorry. worry about her. She hasn't sorry. had a banquet. It's too late in the season for this. Um, so Jackson and Cass walk into dinner holding hands, and um, Cass, oh, uh, and Brittany says, or somebody says, Cass, how was your day to you two together? And um, Cass asks, asks Jackson to, sorry, do you want to say it? His what? name, Jackson. Cass asks Jackson to confirm and Jackson says he's been sitting on the fence uh, and was leaning towards Brittany after, after, sorry, Jackson says he's been sitting on the fence and he Mm. was leaning towards Brittany, but after the date, he's leaning towards Cass. If I was Brittany, this would break my paradise heart. He's a simple pie man. He's just attracted to whoever he's been closest to, like proximity wise. Yeah, even if that person was rude. Um, and uh, somebody asks Jackson if there was a rose ceremony Jackson. tonight, who would you give your rose to? And then Jackson says he'd reciprocate Cass, That's which rose. made me sad yeah. um, because Brittany was going to give him a rose anyway. So let's not forget that. He knew he was safe. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Um, I've got, oh, I, I don't know. I think the next question was which couples are real or whatever. And Glenn says Alicia is perfect. And everyone says Mary and Connor are a love story, which I think is like fine. But I also think Alicia and Glenn seem like the biggest love story to me. Uh, they're cute. I guess. I don't know. I think they just, uh, they, maybe they just are better at TV. Yeah, that's true. Alicia's clearly like trained they just cut to her talking heads she's essentially the narrator yeah i do love that and she loves to say things about different colors and stuff whereas you know mary and connor just talk about blended families all the time yeah that is true connor's also a reality tv baby so he honestly doesn't even know his angles he's an amateur no idea what is he here for to actually find love Yes, thank God, finally, somebody. Um, Alec, somebody asks, Alex, do you see a relationship with Kira on the outside? And Alex doesn't answer properly and says he needs her to work on things they talked about. He says yes. Does he? Yeah, he says that I can see it and that's why I'm trying to get you to sacrifice and adjust a few things to get this to work. 
Oh. So he's literally saying to Kira, they want to pose Kira as the fucking mastermind of this, but they literally ask him, do you see a relationship with her? And he goes, yeah, I do. So long as you change, I do. Rude! <laughs> wow. Rude. I didn't. I did not pick up on that. <laughs> yeah, that's because you've been fed a storyline. I'm not sorry. Enough, Danielle. I'm sorry. My back's been sore today. <laughs> Everything about <laughs> with you in the back. It's <laughs> um. What, okay, then Ke- somebody asks Keely, "Who are you interested in?" And Keely answers, "Scott and Alex." Mm. And um, so I think somebody asks Keely, "Would you break up an existing couple in paradise?" And Keely said, "says she would do it respectfully." You know, they're <laughs> in paradise. My answer to that would be, if I can break a couple up, then they're not a very good couple. Like if someone's interested in me, but they already are with someone. Yeah. Then they're not a couple. No. But she says she will break people up respectfully. Respectfully? (laughs) That's nice. If you add respectfully into any sentence, you have to (laughs) negate what you said and it means respectfully. Yeah. Also, you can say your back is sore. Yeah. My back is sore. Respectfully, Naomi, my back is sore. (laughs) Give me some slack, please. Um, and then they ask Alex who he'd take on a date if he got a date card. And he says, Keely. Moments after saying he would date Kira on the outside, mind you. Funny. He's a, he's a, he's a little boy. And I, I mean, he can't handle the pressure of this, I think. He doesn't oh, know. He's floundering. I feel like we knew he was a little boy the whole time because he acts like a little boy. He has, like, the, he he has like, the wide eye wonder of a little boy. Yeah, very innocent seeming. Um, Glenn says Alicia gave him fireworks immediately oh, and right, op- opened him up in a nice way. And then <sighs> Alex says, has anyone said anything about Keely? And then Kira leaves the dinner. Yeah. She starts crying. She's embarrassed. Yes. Um, and Alex says that wasn't my intention. Oh. Um. The road to hell is paved with good intentions, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> okay, your turn to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm tired. <laughs> um. There, uh, there's another question. Someone anonymously asks: Are Renee's feelings for Matt real, or is it just revenge? And Renee Ooh. says it's real, and then they play some nice piano. Um. And Matt says. Renee's amazing that Renee like he really likes Renee and Renee's amazing for putting up with so much bullshit. Um, and then there's and and it gets and obviously he's talking about Kieran a little bit tense there. And then someone asks, um, then someone writes on a card: Has anyone here ever cheated on an ex? And Kieran says, I wonder who fucking wrote that. <laughs> he believes it was Matt. I don't believe it was Matt. No, because probably I- Mary or something. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's something like, no, I feel like, yeah, it will be a question to find out from another partner because everybody already knows Kieran's cheated. We don't need to go over that again. Yeah. Um, uh, there's another question. Kiki, how do you feel about the fact that Kieran has been intimate with another girl in paradise? Now, they've said intimate. They haven't said sex. So that yes. could just be kissing. Um, and then Kiki says, I could just, I can only take him at face value. And Alicia starts to get pissed off at this point. Alicia fully thinks Kieran is a fucking idiot. 
and a fuckhead. Yeah. Um, and she says, Kieran has had fingers in a lot of pies. And by pies, I mean girls. Beep. Um, she probably said Funny. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, then Renee and Alicia are muttering at the table because obviously Kiki's talking about how she just has to trust what Kieran tells her. And they're sitting there being like, we all fucking know that he's lied to her. We're just yeah. sitting here. And they whisper, 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 whisper. And then Kieran catches wind of it. And he's like, what? Say it. Say it. That's one thing about Kieran that I don't understand. He's always like, and maybe it's just because the camera's there, but he's always like, just be honest. Nothing to hide when he has so much to hide. Yeah, he's... Every time he has so much to hide, but he's like, I don't care. Say whatever you want. I've got nothing to hide. I've been completely honest. When he just explicitly has not. Yeah, I can't imagine him thinking he was going to get away with this stuff. Is, I, it's or like a masterclass like, in like how to just seem like you're an honest person. Yeah, maybe he thought that because he was portrayed so well in The Bachelorette, maybe he thought that like they weren't going to show him being a dog or something. I think, it may, yeah, but I think there is a point here where he realizes that he's fucked himself. Good. Um, Anyway, so he's like, so then Kieran storm, like Kieran's like, "What are you talking about, Alicia?" Ha ha ha! And then he storms off, and Tim follows him, um, because they, cause, cause boys, and uh, <laughs> and then Matt approaches Kieran and Kiki to say he didn't write that question. He didn't write. Obviously, why would Kieran? Why would he write like? Does Kiki know that Kieran fucked someone else? Why would he yeah. write that card? Um, but maybe that's maybe that maybe Kieran didn't care who wrote it anyway um i think it genuinely could have been tim because tim loves stirring the pot no he wouldn't do that to kieran he'd do it to you anyone else except kieran he would stir the pot in kieran's favor he did it last week didn't he he stirred the pot in kieran's not favor when what did he well say? i need to go through my notes i'll message you after the show all right so when back. i go when i go through my notes um, I feel like he did. I feel like he asked a question that made everybody go like, oh. I mean, yeah, but I don't think it's, he's like ride or die, Tim. I don't think it was against Kieran. I don't know. We'll Fine. have to, yeah. I'll, I will have a look through my notes. and get, Actually, do you want to stall now while I look through my notes? No, I'm not going to find it because it's just stall? handwritten notes. <laughs> okay, cool. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. Naomi, keep talking. Um, I've had a pretty good week. I've uh, been working, which is more than um, a lot of people in Melbourne can say. So that's been nice. Got pulled over by the police um, to check my permit. Also, I crashed and totaled my car on the way to work. Um, that's something I could tell you about. Rear-ended someone. Um, Whoopsie-daisy. Uh, my car, it wasn't bad. I didn't get whiplash or anything. But um, I think my car is totaled because my I think my car is worth Fifteen hundred dollars. Um, oh, so no. anything more than a paint chip, I think the insurer will say, <laughs> not worth it. And then keep, throw a few bucks my way. Not enough to buy another car, but that's all right. Because um, I, I, you know, I, I probably have enough money to get another ship box. So I'll do that. But I will miss my little Mazda, um, my little two thousand eight Mazda. Um, rest in peace to her do you want do you want to tell everybody whose car you ran into because I think that to me is like I know it's very (laughs) I feel bad for you that this happened but I think that this is this part of it is extremely funny 
I did it. I was on the way to work, and then I am not going to be specific, but I did. The, the the person in the car happened to be someone that I work with, who I don't know very well, and I was like gearing myself up after I did it to be yelled at, and then I got out of the car, and then she got out of her car, and she just went, "It's you." And it took me a little while to catch up because everyone's wearing masks. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Also, it was 5 a.m. And it's a very stressful situation. But at least it wasn't some man because I feel like they would yell at me. And I only realized two days later I was wearing a shower cap at the time. <laughs> that is funny. Would have been very funny <laughs> to watch in third person. <laughs> I love that. Um, my iPad glitched out. So <laughs> I just spent the whole time trying to get back into the note that I got out of. So um, I'll have a look through if anybody wants to message, if they remember, that's easier. But I will go through my notes and we'll figure this out (laughs) together. But you also got to hear that wonderful story from Naomi. So no time is lost. (laughs) That is so funny to me, Naomi. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad that I brought you some entertainment. (laughs) I know it's so sad because I would be so upset if, you know, if 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 my car was damaged. But then at the same time, it is... That bit is so funny and I can't stop <laughs> laughing at that bit. I'm sorry. That it's just someone that I work with. It's someone that you work with and I that awkward situation where <laughs> she gets out of the car, you're sort of a bit like you're not not her boss sort of a little bit, <laughs> you know. And so like she can't get angry at you whereas, you know, well, I feel like <laughs> some when people get like one time a car ran into me and they started yelling at me that it was my fault and then it turned out, Definitely. I said I didn't think it was my fault and then all the reports said it wasn't my fault mm. um, and that it was her fault. But she yelled at me for like so long. What a bitch. Yeah. Do you want to know what I was doing? Yeah. So I was parked on the street. It was when I was a courier mm-hmm. and I was parked in my loading bay and I was reversing back so that I could get out of where I was. And there was like a little, little, um, it's not even like an alley. It's like a, it's just like a car park. So where I was reversing, there's like a little car park that goes underneath a building. And this lady, she, so I was reversing. And then this lady just, I guess, drove straight out of the car park and just into the back of my van. Oh. And I was like, but I'm like, you're, that's not a street. Like no. that's, that's not a street. You just drove out of a car park and directly into my van, which was like reversing. Like, and it was like the van was almost completely covering because I was reversing. The van was almost completely covering. Like, she couldn't have even gotten out. She couldn't, there would have been no, at no point was there a clear way for her to get out of the driveway. But anyway, she yelled at me for a bit. And then I was like, okay, do you want to take each other's details? And then, yep, she. Bitch, bitch, ah. you were wrong. Ah. She was so wrong. That's fuck. That's like from an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. What is it? I've never seen Malcolm in the Middle. I haven't seen a lot of it, but I've seen this the this video of like the mum gets into a car accident, and there's a video that shows like she gets really mad, but then there's a video that shows she's at fault, and then she's like no, and then her whole family like doesn't believe her, and they're like you got to accept it, and then she finally accepts it, and then at the end of the episode they find footage where that person was actually entering the road, and so they act- she actually was in the wrong, <laughs> like she she was in the right, she was. Um, she wasn't at fault, but then they destroy the video because they've already gaslit her into believing it. Oh my god, that's so rude! <laughs> it's funny stuff. Um, anyway, yes, it is funny that um, that if I I wouldn't say I'm anyone's boss. I guess I am a, a creator of the show, but 
I think with actors, um, it's everyone else's job to make sure we feel good. Yes. <laughs> so I think even in that sense, she couldn't. <laughs> but she, <laughs> but I'm not. She's very nice. It's fine. It was fine. But also, yeah, it's like you, even it's anyway. I reckon. I'm she... glad it wasn't the other way around. Because I feel like if, if like someone on a crew like crashed into an actor's car and like fucked up the actor on the way to work, you'd be fucking shitting yourself. Oh, they would not have a job anymore, I assume. No. No, that's fine. I think I would actually be extremely relaxed if someone crashed into my car. I'm actually you know what I'm discovering, Danielle? I'm actually really well adjusted. Oh. <laughs> it's interesting to see how your perception of yourself has changed over this time. Others um, might, you know, have some sort of breakdown in the middle of um, a very busy schedule if they totaled their car at 5am on the way to work. Not me. I cried for three minutes and then I said, time to get into makeup, brother. Can't be blotchy <laughs> on set. That, you know what, that's a, really good, that's a really good mentality to have because you don't want to look fucked up in your show. And I look, when I cry, I get so puffy, I look fucking hideous, man. I'm not I- a pretty crier. I used to think my mum looked so pretty when she'd cry that I'd like when when she'd cry when I was a kid I'd follow her around because I was like how'd my mum get so pretty all of a sudden just from crying? <laughs> She's like, first now I'm having a bad day and this little shit won't leave me alone. I used to think yeah I used to think she was so pretty when she cried. I am not That's a pretty cryer. Really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, we're not even through the first episode. What? Are we not through the... Oh, my God, no. I <laughs> thought okay, we were, like... They get more boring. They get more boring. There's, oh, thank you know, God. The, 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 I, I started writing way less notes than the other episodes. I barely fucking watched the last okay. one. Okay. Um, okay, anyway. All right. All right. So, where were we? Where were we um, before? So, you didn't find any proof of your claim? No, but I uh, my thing wasn't letting me get out of my notes and back in, and I was struggling. Great. So, I just uh, veered all about my trauma for absolutely no reason. My trauma... Okay, Naomi, it's very funny as well, though. <laughs> it is. And also, people need to know. And somebody might have, like, a dad who owns a car dealership or something and can help you out. Oh, that's true. We did. Someone recommended <laughs> a dog trainer for me. <laughs> which, but, thank you. Which, thank you very much. I need it. <laughs> I, need, I need help. Um, okay. So, <clears throat> we get... All right. So, there's a lot of drama kicking off. Everyone's left the table. Um... And uh, Alicia and Kiki are talking. And Kiki tells Alicia that Kieran said he'd be waiting for her to come in. Yes. And Alicia's like, hmm. And then uh, Kieran's like, what the hell? Why are you talking shit at the table? And Alicia's like, I'm sorry. That was not good of me to be snickering. Um, so they have, and she apologizes. And Kieran's like, all right. Kieran goes to walk away and Alicia laughs from nervousness. And then Kieran's like, what's funny? What's funny? <laughs> We're laughing. What's funny? And Glenn's like, get out of it, mate. She's, good work, Glenn. She feels awkward. He's a good, he defends her constantly. <laughs> For someone who seemingly gets into a lot of drama. <laughs> but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. She's very nice, but you know what? She's, she has good morals. And yes. you can't have that in Bachelor in Paradise without stepping on toes. Because as she said in a talking head, she wants women in paradise to be informed. Mm-hmm. And Kiki does deserve to know what the fuck Kieran's been doing. Yeah, especially when everyone else does. Like, that's just awkward. Anyway, yeah. for some reason, Tim and Matt are now fighting. Obviously, Tim's still mad that Matt is with Renee, even though it has nothing to do with him. He's so strange. That, what? 
What's going on? Um, therapy for all these people, I say. Uh, Tim calls Matt a dog. I said, you've got no mates here. And then Kieran comes up, and now everyone's shouting. Um, and he's like, yeah, and Tim, and maybe someone says, you're a dickhead. And then Matt says, keep going, Tim. Um, and then Kira says, I actually don't like confrontation, so this situation is a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl. <laughs> uh, and then Matt is clearly upset by the you've got no mates here comment and starts yelling, does everyone here hate me? Does everyone here hate me? And then Kira yells, yells out, no, I really like you. <laughs> Kira, good value. you got to appreciate it. Um, and now Kieran and Matt are yelling at each other and my God, this is so funny to me whenever men do this. I don't know why they oh, do this. They're like the thing that stags do. Like the <laughs> yeah, they look like goats. Bucks. Yeah, they, they put their heads together. Press their foreheads together and they're screaming at each other with their foreheads. Pre- it's so weird. So I don't strange. Know if that's a learned behavior or if it's just instinctual. I think that's got to be instinctual, right? It's very animalistic. It's very yeah. weird. I don't. Anyway. I didn't like seeing that at all. Anyway, after after it's all the Paradise Boys break up their little fight, then all of a sudden the producers come in to f- <laughs> to fake break up the fight uh, because they definitely would have loved to have seen um, Swangin'. No, they wouldn't have because they'll get sued, brother. You reckon? I reckon they would have loved they have to. A duty of care for sure. Like you can't just let. I think they try to. And they and they screw this up on maths, but you, they try to get as far as they can before anyone actually gets hurt. I think. Well, they—that's my opinion. I don't have any information on this. Um, I think they should have broken this up earlier, so we didn't have to see that stag headbutting. It's thing. so embarrassing. It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then at the very end of this episode, we see Kieran and Kiki sitting in their little brewery. And, um, you know, their little room. And Kiki says, if there's anything else I need to know, please tell me. And then Kieran says, well, I fucked Jess. And then Kiki is crying. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I can, like, not, and to not even say it in a, in a nice way. Yeah. Well, because I think he, hate, he hates, he hates being wrong. He hates having to face up to his actions. So yeah. he's just ripping the band-aid off instead of actually trying to save anyone's feelings here. Yeah. Like, clearly whenever Kieran is confronted about anything, it's, like, painful for him. Yeah. You can see it in his face. Well, I don't really understand. Like, does he think he's always right? Because Kiki says, like, fuck you. She's Because she's given him time to tell her. Mm. So much and time. And then he just walks away, of course. Well, that's – I also don't like it when I'm criticised. But that's why I try to never do anything wrong to anyone. <laughs> so that I never <laughs> have to face it at all. And if I ever have to, it's like kills me inside. <laughs> but that's why I try to not fuck people over. Which is, I think, something Kieran could think about doing. Yeah, I think... help him out. Yeah, I think you could try and think about how your actions would impact <laughs> other people. Maybe that could help a little bit. Um, especially considering, like, how... Like, you know, I feel like... There's a certain age where you sort of have, like, you're old enough where you should know how to treat people. I feel like if this behavior was by, like, a 19-year-old, I would be like, this 19-year-old's a little fuck. But I'd be like, I wouldn't hold it against him. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, maybe he'll be better in a few years with some more life experience. Kieran, no. Well, that's true. I dated a fucking idiot. 
a while ago and I, I was never mad at him because I was like, oh, you're a fucking idiot and you don't understand things. Yeah. But I feel like Kieran has been told so many times <laughs> that he has hurt people. You, I think the brain fully matures at 25 and he's past that. Therefore, yeah. grow up, Kieran. Yes. No. So in next episode, they're better now, apparently. They're fine. Don't uh, understand how that happened. And then they're making little jokes about the plaits in his hair. I don't care about this at all. No, um, not at all. Matt says he's embarrassed about last night, as he should be, because that was the most embarrassing shit I've ever seen. Um, and then Tim says he wants to leave. And he wants to leave with Brit, with Brit, and she he says don't leave my side. And then Brit's like, all right, let's go. Okay, I don't like this, Tim. You're not a baby. You don't need a nanny. Like, no woman should have to be the person who minds you for your behavior. Well, is he saying, is he saying that she has to mind him? Or I think so. She's like, don't leave a- my side. Don't let me do that again. Don't let me do that again. Did he say that? Or no, but I, that's like realizing him. That's like what I got the gist of because he said it like in a previous fight afterwards. He's like, you can't let me do that again. He said that in like a previous, oh, like I the last he, I time he, he did it. I thought he meant it like, um, like don't even though I'm a fucking idiot, don't leave my side. Oh no, I thought it meant like don't like don't leave my side because you're a calming presence on me and like oh like literally don't leave my side when I'm. So I don't blow up. Yeah. Well, either way. That's what I thought. Either way, giving him the benefit of the doubt. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. I, 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 well, okay. So there's, so there's people saying online that the reason he left, I, now this is, I don't know if this is true, but it's apparently speculation. Like, speculation. Allegedly he like made someone on set cry, a crew member. Yes. Um, and that he was, which would make sense because it's just a bit sus how like when, then when they leave, they don't talk to anyone else. It's not some big goodbye. I have to leave for my own well being. It's just, they're like, let's go. We're fucking gone. Yeah. And it just doesn't seem normal. All right. Also, can we talk about what happened after they left? And, and apparently from what Brittany says, Tim <laughs> ghosted her. <laughs> Also reminds me of that guy I dated when I was 19. <laughs> Good for three days and then suddenly <laughs> we're done. Gone. I'm not going to tell you we're done, but we're done. We're um, done. It's fucking weird. Yeah, I feel like... Tim also too old for this behavior. No, yeah. Anyway, apparently Tim's back with his like ex who he was with for like seven years or something now. Okay. Um... That lady knows, obviously, he's like, oh, that lady knows how to put up with my fucked behavior. <laughs> I'll go back to her. I mean, we never thought Tim and Britt were going to get married, did we? Uh, no, they're too, they're way too, Britt is too, like, she's too put together for that she's behavior. Too grown up. Yeah. Um, Kira is confused by Keely and Alex and Kira pulls Alex away. Kira says she's upset because he said he wanted to take Keely on a date. And Alex tries to tell her how Keely was new and needed to be included in the conversation at Buller Banquet or something. Um, what? Yeah, very strange, very strange, um, way of, like, you can just say you like somebody and wanted to take them on a date. You don't have to justify it any other way. That's why I think she's right. She says she needs someone with more emotional intelligence. Absolutely, this man has, he has, like, no experience. Yeah. (laughs) With, like, 
Like he's never been in a relationship. Um, no. She's like, I'm so confused why Alex thinks he's breaking up with me. <laughs> yeah. And then she says, can we still make out? I'm joking. <laughs> but I still want the rose. <laughs> um, and then like, somebody, like people are talking about who do they want to come in. And then Alex says, hope it's my mom because I miss her. Ugh. Which is, it makes me also see, oh, that's why you're a bit of a little boy. <laughs> Grow up. He probably still lives with her, eh? Yeah, probably. I got no idea. I don't know anything about any of these people's personal lives. And then Mia arrives. Mia. I'm going to be honest with you. I got Mia and Keely mixed up this whole podcast. I thought. When you said Hannah looks like Keely, I was like, when I remembered who Hannah was, I was like, absolutely not. They look nothing alike. Yeah, I thought you must have got confused because you said Matt got rid of her because she was tall. And I was like, oh, she's confused her with Mia, but I'm just going (laughs) to let it slide. (laughs) <laughs> okay, great. So Mia's tall. Um, why didn't you say something? Saw back? I don't know. I just was like, oh, it's too much effort to correct her. <laughs> Naomi doesn't like to be corrected. <laughs> saw back. back energy from <laughs> you. Um, um, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Mia is tall though. Scott is like happy she's there, but we do see that he is on his tippy toes when he's next to her. Yes, no and shame then- in that. I do exactly the same thing. And then we see the funny... I think this is a very funny interaction when uh, Jackson is on Scott's shoulders and says, hello, nice to meet you. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that funny. way he's taller than her. <laughs> um, Mia says she doesn't want to step on anyone's toes. Um, Smart girl. Yep. She seems nice. There's a date card. Yes. Matt gets a date card, takes Renee. Kieran's pissed off because they've had two dates now and he wants to go on a date. Oh, could, Little but, does he know okay. the date is just standing in a field trying to fly a kite. But also, Kieran's been on two dates, I think. He's been on, he went to he went to that waterfall with Abby yeah. and he also went to that sleepover island with Kiki. Oh, yeah. What's so I don't know what the fuck <gasps> he's on about. He's literally an overnight date. Yeah. What a loser. Yeah, I don't like him. There's Jackson he, and Brittany are playing with uh, footy and flirting. Very you know. cute. Love. I love it. It's so cute. And it, you, Cass is annoying <laughs> because she's seeing it and she's like, oh, oh, oh. Bleh, bleh. So Jackson says he doesn't know if Cass's intentions are true. Um, yes. Probably because of all the mean things she said about Brittany when they were on their date. And then Brittany says, does that mean you're pursuing me? And then they, and then Brittany and Jackson are kissing again. And Cass, uh, Brittany does this cool thing where she has champagne flute in one hand. And he leans in to kiss her and she extends her arm out and then swaps the champagne flute to the other hand around the back of his head. And then, <laughs> and then with her now free hand, um, you know, grabs the side of his head to keep kissing him. That's funny. She's not going to spill her drink over this. Of course not. That's like one. I Okay. This it's is so elegant. It, that reminds me of one time we have this like at the back of my house growing up, we had a creek and we had a big like a big gum tree that had a like a rope swing hanging off it. And um, after my sister's christening, my we all went for a swim in the creek and uh, my granddad climbed up the rope swing and was like right at the top of it, like probably ten meters above the water. And um, he had a he was like, he he was standing up there doing dances for us, and he had a a beer in one hand. And at one point, he nearly fell, but um, he caught himself in time, and uh, beer did not drop out of his hand. 
Beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah. you got to respect that. Yeah. Grandma would never let a, a bit of beer go to waste. Um, anyway, then also, while, while Brittany and Jackson are rekindling their love, um, Cass says to Alex, like, it's not a tough choice, is it? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Rude. I know the sitch. Um, anyway, um, Brittany has organized a mini date and Brittany and Jackson are, oh wait, sorry, no, that was what we already talked about. Where are we? I got confused. I'm sorry. Um, that was, I was getting into the bit, we already talked about them on the beach smooching. Um, smooching, smooching. Wait, we're um, talking about, sorry, I got distracted because Mark came and closed the door. Yeah. Jackson sat down with Cass after their date. Yes, that's what I meant to, to like, go to. Right, and and Jackson's trying to tell Cass, I'm just going to focus on Brittany, this is over. And Cass is another person who does not like to be rejected and just wants it to get it, wants it, to get it over and done with as quickly. She's like, I get it, I get it. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to say anything. She says, I know this itch. I know this itch. <laughs> Please don't reject me on national television is yeah. essentially what she's saying. Um and uh, and then what else happens? Matt is way more affectionate than Renee, and he thinks that maybe Renee is not over Kieran. Um, yes, I know. I wouldn't want to make out in front of my ex boyfriend if we'd only been broken up a couple weeks. Let's yeah, how fresh this is, and that they've also like been together for years. Yeah, it's fucked. Well, like she's, obviously she's probably not over him. They broke up a week before. They yeah. flew to paradise. Wait, so does that mean that was always the plan? Like, you can't go to paradise if you have a partner. So did oh. he just break up with her for the show? I don't know. I wonder if it was like a last-minute casting Maybe. or something. Like, they found out that they'd broken up and then they were like, fuck yeah. Probably. I think when you get cast on, like, Drag Race or something, you only get, like, a few weeks before you go on the show and they have to come up with, like, 12 fucking outfits and get them made and stuff. Fuck. So that's way more preparation than just showing up in Fiji. Yeah. Wow. Um, but then again, I remember Alicia saying she got really ripped for Bachelor in Paradise, but maybe she just assumed that she'd get on. That's called manifesting, and that's and I love that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Keely tells Alex that Kira is high maintenance, but Keely's very laid back. Cool, man. <laughs> Cool. You're not like other girls. Quite literally. Amazing work, Keely. Um, and Kira and Alex have a chat and Alex says he'll give... I swear. I, he says it, right? He says, I'll give you my rose. Alex um, says I, that to Kira. I can't remember. Um, Did you interpret it as that? I can't remember, but I remember Kira saying, Alex is giving me his rose. I just remember him saying, like... I remember him saying... Kira is his best friend in paradise, but I don't remember him saying exactly that he'll give her his rose, but I also feel like Alex says whatever he wants to say to appease whoever he's talking to currently, so he absolutely absolutely could have said that. I interpreted it as that. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I'm like, okay, he's giving giving Kira his rose. So then Kira says this in front of a group of people. Including Keely. Yeah, including Keely and Glenn, who then goes and tells Alex... Alex is like, I didn't say that. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> yes, you did. And then um, and then he goes up to Kira and he's like, I didn't say that. And she's like, oh, that's what I, I thought you said. 
<laughs> I'm so confused by this entire thing. It's so fucking weird. Anyway, I think Alex says stuff so gently. That yeah. He changes the meaning. <laughs> it reminds me of when my mum asked Mark if if he thought that I would like a Fitbit for Christmas. And then he said no so politely that she read it as yes. <laughs> so did you get and a Fitbit for a Christmas? Fit. Yeah, and then I gave it back to her. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking use this. <laughs> That's so funny. Or I think I sold it to Mark's mum, actually. That's like an easy thing to say, too. But you can just say no. My mum, honestly, you know, I love her. But with Christmas, she's like, I'll just get them all Fitbits. Well, to be fair, it's you do one have... size fits all. I guess, like, you've got, like... One of your sisters would really have loved that so much, surely. Yeah, one. One out of three. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Mum, do better. She won't listen to this. Um, so, uh, anyway, Caster suddenly decides that she likes Alex. Alex. So she likes Alex now because she's over Jackson. Interesting um, move interesting. there. Since, since he seems to be the only one with a rose left to give. Just leave Paradise Cats. Just leave Go Paradise home. and maintain your dignity. You can say there's nobody here for you. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so I'd she, say that the moment I entered. <laughs> there's nobody here for me. I'm going. Sorry I came. Just wanted to fly to Fiji. Yeah. Um, she, so Cass um, tells Alex, get rid of Kira and give her the rose. Yeah. He's trying to choose between Keely and Kira right now. Yeah, we don't need to add Cass to the mix. Kira, Keely, Cass. Um, So then they have a cocktail party. Kira tells Alex, just pick someone you want to spend time with. He, She doesn't say you have to give it to me. She's not as overbearing as the editors try to make her out to be. She's just like, just do what you want. It doesn't matter. Um, And then we find out that apparently Alex is well hung. <laughs> yes, that's what that's what Kira says. And she says, dirty bitches. I mean, I don't blame them. (laughs) (laughs) That's why everyone wants Alex Rose. They want his huge dick. And then Cass tells Kira that she's not interested in Alex and then pulls Alex aside for a chat. Very strange move what there. What is his behavior? Cass, you can... I don't understand any of Cass's behavior because it's all just like this stuff that is like everybody can see what's happening. Yeah. Like, Kira it's, just like sees her pull him aside and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. What? what? <laughs> Weird, but okay. Um, And then I can't remember in well, Cass, what context we hear this, but Kira says <laughs> in her talking head, do you think I come across as a bitch? <laughs> I'm Kira. I think that's why I like Kira. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And sure, I've you could She's probably get mad at somebody once and I wouldn't hold it against you. The exactly. Way, but well, I wouldn't be that confrontational. I'm yeah. not like that. But, you know, she just has a fucking laugh, bro. Anyway, so we see Cass and, Cass and Alex have a conversation now. And Cass says, well, I've been attracted to you from the start. And Alex sort of like, you can visibly see he's confused. And then Cass <gasps> says, don't pick another girl who st- who'll step on other girls' toes. And don't repeat that. I feel like this <sighs> is how Cass lives her life. Like she's one of those people who would literally tell everybody's secret to everybody else, but just say, you can't say that. You can't tell anybody I said that. You can't tell anybody <laughs> I said that. Don't tell to anybody everyone. I said that. Yeah. And I was like, what? Nobody would trust you. 
No, yeah, when you hear too many things from one person, you're like, oh, is this going the other way too? Yeah. That's why if I ever hear something from somebody and I want to tell somebody, I ask the person. I say, can I tell somebody? <laughs> That's very noble. And then if they say no, I don't tell the person. Yeah, you're very good at not gossiping. Well, I think it's easy. Also, I think that I think you're allowed to gossip as much as you want with your partner. Yeah. And that sure. there's like a inbuilt thing that says they're not allowed to tell anybody. Yeah, absolutely. And and I'm like, okay, I know that. So it's like, well, you still get to like if there's something you want to say, like you need to get it off your chest, you still get to say that thing. But yeah. you you don't ever never tell other people within a friendship group you psycho you've got to be trustworthy yeah you're all trapped on an island and drunk the whole time yeah it's gonna get around you can't do that anyway we have a rose ceremony jackson chooses Brittany, kieran kiki connor mary glenn alicia scott mia matt renee and then alex chooses kira i don't know why they have like amicably broken up from whatever kind of relationship you can call that. Why didn't he keep Keely? I don't know. I think <laughs> I I reckon maybe he just was like, "Ah, we are good friends. Maybe somebody else will come in." Yeah, that's true. He won't feel obligated to or he knows he'll get a rose back from Kira even though this thing's nearly over anyway. So. Yeah. Anyway, Cass is finally gone and Keely. Thank God. Tall Keely. Um, no, not tall Keely, you kidding. dumb bitch. Okay, good. <laughs> it's a joke. Okay, good. Sorry, I just, I can't tell. You Google what a joke is? Okay, I will. I'll Google Raw Comedy National Final. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to say, you'll find my Raw Comedy <laughs> YouTube clip. Um, it <laughs> is funny to constantly reference <laughs> That it thing is. from five years ago. Or and the longer it, it goes on, the funnier it is. <laughs> Do you think we'll be 60-year-old women still bringing that up? Absolutely. Okay. I'll have a screen on my um, in my foyer of my large home and it'll just be playing that on a loop. I'll get you a big novelty check made up one day that says, like, Naomi Higgins National Raw Comedy <laughs> Finalist. Did not place. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, fuck, we're only halfway through. No, but these these uh, it's these fine. have way less in them. Osher um, walks in. No yeah. more. No more people are coming in. He wop, says wop. something about a raft. Kira they- chats with Alex and says they're not going to work. So what's the point in staying? Um, she definitely just doesn't want to do the raft stuff. So yeah. they leave. And then she says, "Should we make out one last time?" Ha ha ha! She's just kidding again. <laughs> um, um, then they're building rafts. Yeah. And the lie detector man is watching them. This lie detector man. lie detector. He's back, baby. Yes, we saw him on um, the season with Honey Badger. Yes. Um, And I don't remember what he said. Me either. I think that's it, that it's funny that that happened. He's back. He's funny. Something funny about him. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's how funny, like, he gets introduced, like, he's like, you know... This is Steve. Steve's the human lie detector. He's been worked at the FBI, the Secret Surgeons, and helped solve 85 homicides. And now he's here on Bachelor <laughs> in Paradise to solve more mysteries. <laughs> the mystery of the human heart. Yeah. Um. 
so uh, then, so he's watched, they have to like build a raft and work, they have to, the couples have to build rafts. But actually, it's not about who can build the fastest rafts. It's the human lie detector watching them build the raft so he can watch how they communicate with each other and see who's really in love. Yes. And then we watch him grill Scott over his, he's scared of commitment or something. That The context that him and Mia met, I'm going to say, two days ago does not seem to come into play. <laughs> to me, that is the funniest thing. Like, the producers <laughs> clearly did not word him up on how new some of these relationships are. <laughs> and they're like, why are you hesitant? Why aren't you giving your all to Mia? And he's like, guess I'm scared of commitment. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't even know her middle name. <laughs> yeah, it's two days. It's been two days. Don't worry about it. Uh, um, Alicia and Glenn are good. Yes, Instant chemistry, and Alicia glows when she talks about Greg. Oh, who cares? Um, I'm really happy for them. I just don't care. I also, I don't like this question at all. When he asks Alicia, do you feel like you're a confident person? And then, of course, Alicia says, yes. And then he probes and probes and probes her until she says, yes, I'm confident, but I'm also insecure. Okay, anybody, nobody is just like for is a hundred percent confident like there's always going to be like some doubts or whatever weird question you wouldn't have asked a man no anyway alicia's worried it's not going to be as good in paradise blah 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 success they're officially cute and everybody loves them well done guys um and then we get a talking head alicia says she found an 800 dollars ring with Mm -hmm. um with the date renee and kieran first got together Mm -mm. Uh uh-huh um, uh-oh, what's that about? Matt tells um, the lie detector that Kieran makes him feel insecure in some other words. I don't know. Um, Obviously, it's been then- a week since they broke up. <laughs> yes. Um, the lie detector isn't convinced that Renee is over Kieran. Um, and he also notices that when he, you know, asks Kieran questions, that Kieran keeps shrugging at every single answer. And that usually means... They are not being truthful. So I mean, I'm I'm a human lie detector. K- Kieran also just seems like he's like always defensive, which would be that shruggy thing. He's defensive he when he knows he's done something wrong or he's not being. Yeah. He's extremely obvious to tell when he's not being truthful. Yeah, <laughs> he's so mad. Like, did you see? Sorry, did you see that Angie said Angie from the Bachelorette where Kieran and Tim came from said that if she had have known what they were like, she would have sent them home way earlier. Oh, you'd fucking hope so. Yeah. Jesus. What a bunch of losers. Grow up. Yeah. We were like, why didn't you choose Tim? Now I'm so glad that she didn't choose Tim, even though her and Carlin have now broken up. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Carlin. Boring, beautiful Carlin. Boring, beautiful Carlin. Um, anyway, Kieran is clearly so pissed off talking to this man. It is, he, he is a lie detector's dream. Um, because he's a bad liar is what I was getting at there. Um, even though the lie detector thinks he has moved on from, um, Renee and says something about like people like that usually don't care about anyone but themselves. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why he's over Renee because he only cares about himself. Yeah. He never cared about Renee. This is where we find out that they broke up a week before flying to Fiji when Renee's talking to the lie detector. And then he was with Kiki days later. Absolutely um, insane. And then we get a little, we see Kiki and Kieran talking when they 
I guess, when they're like sort of away from the camera, but the camera's still on them. And Kiki says, it looks good on TV for us to be together. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Kiki says to lie detector that um, Kieran didn't cheat on her, but he was supposed to wait for her and didn't wait for her. So it's a bit cloudy, not very good. And Kieran walks off and he's so mad. And I they, 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 they play a sound like maybe he punched a wall or something, but we don't have any evidence of that. But he looked like he yeah. was about to. I feel like it was just head. the door slamming or something. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I don't feel like it was like, I know they said he's going to go punch a wall, but it didn't sound like that. Yeah. Anyway, Kieran pulls Renee aside afterwards um, and uh, he's still trying to, like, defend his actions, I guess. It's... Uh, shut up. Um, and uh, and then we find out that she designed a ring and uh, for Kieran with Cass, I believe. And, yeah. And um, it arrived the day she found out that he had cheated on her. Uh-oh. So she's brought the ring with her. Um, and... Uh, they're like, so did you think that you would get back together? And she says, yeah, because Kieran said we would. That paradise would be there, like, rekindling. He is the worst <sighs> cunt in the world. Honestly, I, I don't believe. I just, I really think he's genuinely, like, a, a bad person. We had the wool pulled over our eyes so far, Danielle. So bad, but also I assume the way he's treated, the way he treated Angie in the Bachelorette, is the way he's treating all of these women one on one. Yeah, so they we've seen how, bro, we're like we are one of these women. We've seen how he treats the woman. We've seen how you fall in love with him, and then all of this shit gets revealed. Mm -hmm. We're just like every other woman. This is honestly, this has set women back 50 years. Yes. And I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed, but I also, I'm also, I think he's, I think he's a proper psycho because who, after breaking up with their partner, within three days is seeing somebody else? Like. Someone who was ready to leave that relationship a while ago, I would say. Yeah, he didn't I, cheat on her and then he, and because he thought that would break it up and then it still didn't work, I guess is what he said. So I, I think guess. I just. He I already moved on. I, if I broke up with my partner, I would want to be alone for like a long time. And I know that Kieran doesn't see Kiki as like a long-term relationship, obviously. I don't think he sees any woman as that. Um, but I feel like i'd still just want to be like i want to chill out by myself well that's because you're an introvert danielle but i think often people at the end of relationships this has definitely happened to me in the past you like feel alone by the end of the relationship because you shut yourself off yeah so then you're ready to just fuck (laughs) (laughs) to put it lightly (laughs) uh yes to put it lightly how would you put it heavily naomi to fucking get just stick something up, yeah? Okay. Just find someone. Just jump on board. Just jump. Just jump in. Jump on. Get on that wet ass pussy. Sorry. Okay, so Renee Cardi feels B super disrespected. Renee's crying. Yes. She's crying with Alicia. It's very sad. I mean, it's not sad. Um, you know, it's emotional. And then they run and then they're like, fuck it. We're going to find this ring. We're going to throw it in the ocean. Yeah. Like the Titanic. Um, but different. Um, so then they run into the ocean. They're just in their clothes. Just boom, running into the ocean. Mike um, pack, wet. 
fuck. Mic pack. Keep, um, Renee's mic pack was like on her back and was getting wet. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I wonder if it's like slightly waterproof because they're in paradise Some or something. sound guy is going to be so mad. Those things, yeah. They always, every sound guy, they're like, don't. Hey. Be careful with this. Yes. <laughs> if you're going to the toilet, let me know so I can turn down your microphone. This is what I've been doing on set. I so, never care okay. about hey. going to the toilet. Really? I let them hear me pee. I don't care. What the fuck? That's so rude, Danny. I go like this. Either if I can't find, I go to the sound guy, I go, hey, Chris, I'm going to the toilet. If I can't get to Chris, then I go, I walk into the toilet, I go, here I am, going to the toilet. Hope my microphone's off. If my microphone isn't off, please switch it off because I'm about to piss. I, and then I cover my, and then I hold my hand against my microphone just in case. Well, because I just assume, like, if it's in between takes or whatever, that, um, that the sound guy's not still just listening. But everyone has, so many people have a headset, Danielle. It's not just about the sound guy listening. People have, like, like the directors, the fucking who else? I don't know. Like everyone has yeah. a set of hands. I do <laughs> remember one time I, I was doing a thing and me and the other actor were bitching about something that was happening. And no. <laughs> then we just got like a message that was like, hey, um, uh, they can hear you. <laughs> oh, Danielle, that is like, that is what? That is being bugged 101. <laughs> It was funny. <laughs> Wait until lunch to have a bitch, bro. Because um, everyone can hear you. Anyway, point is, usually from what I, maybe it's different on these shows, but the people I know who've been in sound, they have the, they own the mic stuff themselves. They bring all their own equipment. So I hope someone paid for that. I feel sorry for the sound person if that's the case. Yeah. Anyway, all this to say, um, they're running into the ocean. They're like, oh, this must be about the ring. And Kiki's like, what ring? What is this ring? And Kieran's like, it's an $800 ring. So Kieran knows about the ring. He knew about the ring. Kiki's like, what the hell? You didn't tell me about this ring? I guess he didn't really have to tell her about the ring. <laughs> no, I mean, you would have... Really sh- relevant. But, I mean, you should probably tell her that you'd plan to get back with your ex in paradise. Yeah, the fact that she brought it because of something you said is very relevant. Um, And then, in the most cliche thing I've ever heard, Renee says, goodbye to the old and hello to the new, and then tosses the ring. Good Um, work. And Kieran's like, that's a fucking waste. That's an $800 ring. Well, tell that to the lady from Titanic with that gazillion dollar sapphire. Yeah. The heart of the ocean, okay? Kieran, your ring's got nothing on the heart of the ocean. Yeah, you're no Leonardo DiCaprio. What, you think you're slick? You're a little scumbag. Anyway. anyway Osha <laughs> pops in. <laughs> um, and uh, and why is Osha there? I don't know. He says He's the there to announce the last, yeah. And then Kieran says he knew about the ring because he found it in... He found it at wherever they were living or whatever. He found it somewhere and it was too big for her. So he figured it was for him, obviously, because I had the date they were together on it. And um, Kiki is yet again blindsided. And her words, I don't want to be this dumb bitch. Yeah. I wouldn't either, Kiki. No. You are not coming off. It's embarrassing for you. I mean, I'm not, I don't look at you and go, that's embarrassing. But if that was me, I would feel very embarrassed. Yeah. Because Kieran's um, a piece of shit and he should, you know, he should treat people better. 
Yeah, he should. Um, and then we have the last episode that um we've seen. It's the last rose ceremony. Um, and Jackson and Brittany agree it's too early to meet, um, their family. But Jackson still wants to see her on the outside, which is nice because the rose ceremony means if you give each other a rose, then your family are coming over. You're doing the whole shebang. So they decide they're not going to go to the rose ceremony. And then Jackson says, "I'm lucky she took interest in me." Finally, people are talking about Brittany with the value she deserves. Yes. It pissed me off every time someone said to Jamie, take what you can get. Like, yeah. you made, like Brittany's miles above Jamie. Like, yeah. it's just so, such a weird way to put it. Thankfully, Jackson is here to tell us that, yes, you are very lucky. Because Brittany's amazing. Yeah. We <laughs> I don't understand. I, I wish, because obviously Brittany and Jackson aren't together anymore, but... Oh. They did have a nice time after the house. She went to, I don't. So they had some sort of gathering with family and stuff, and everybody loved Brittany, um, of course. But um, I really wish Brittany was the next Bachelorette instead. Fuck, that would actually be good television. But then also maybe you get more guys like Kieran who seem like they're great, and then they just get through to the end, and then get all this good press until they go on Bachelor in Paradise and be a fuckboy. Honestly, it's like um, rewarding people with fame and money for if they get into a relationship is a bad way to find love. Hmm. I've never thought of it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we get to the rose ceremony. Yes. Connor and Mary give each other a rose. Glenn and Alicia give each other a rose. Scott and Mia decide. It's too early. Too soon. (laughs) It's, what is it, three days now? Yeah. Um, They're going home. Kieran and Kiki give each other a rose and Matt and Renee give each other a rose. Woo! Um, honestly, I didn't write much for the rest of this episode. Uh, Alicia's mom is there. She seems to like Glenn. It's all very nice and boring. Yeah. Um, yeah, we meet Glenn's twin brother. Um, uh, Alicia's mom falls in love with Glenn. Alicia's mom sees Glenn has eyes for her daughter. Um, also, oh, I guess it's kind of nice that before she went into paradise, the mum seemingly had a bit of a crush on Glenn and was like, I'd love it if you could be with Glenn. And then oh, she's with Glenn. So that's perfect. Um, anyway, whatever. Yeah, they, they smooch a lot. Um, they like, they fa- they're falling for each other. Mm-hmm. Mary is with her friend Kylie. Mm-hmm. And Connor has his mum and stepbrother. Connor is worried. He feels stronger about Mary than she feels about him. Uh, Mary's friend walks in. Oh, Mary and friend walks in. Mary and her friend walk in, and then Connor's mum cries at the sight of Mary. She is immediately <laughs> falling in love with Mary. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. See, I was not paying much attention here. Sorry, I was learning my lines. Um, um Mary says to Connor's mum that she loves Connor. Whoopsie! Ooh. Drops the L word. Very cute. Yes. Um, and Connor is talking to Mary's friend about how he really cares about the stepdad role. He has a stepdad. He's um, notoriously from a blended family. Yes. So he knows that it's no fucking little thing. Yeah. He Which wants to be a role model to Mary's daughter. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and Mary talks to a friend. She says, friend says Connor is genuine. And the friend says, you need to show him how you feel. And then Connor and Mary have a little date night. 
And um, Mary tells Connor how she feels about him and how she's scared of being hurt and she says she's in love with Connor. And Connor Mm. says he's in love with her too. And then Mary Mm. says, so you are you my boyfriend then? (laughs) And then she goes, I have a boyfriend! (laughs) (laughs) Ah! She loves (laughs) screaming, doesn't she? (laughs) I think it's so funny to tell somebody you love them before you ask them if uh, your boyfriend and girlfriend. (laughs) Right? I'm in love with you. Do you want to go steady? Um, when I was watching Degrassi High, I thought they were saying, do you want to go study? And I was oh. like, do you just study with when your boyfriend, girlfriend? Is that what you do in high school? You study together? I don't, going steady is like a very American thing, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Even though Degrassi's Canadian, actually. Yeah. I know that because of Drake. What? I oh, didn't realize. I remember I when I was like, I don't know, I'm, when I was like 12, I don't know, 19 or something. I remember um, seeing Drake and being like, that dude looks heaps like the guy from Degrassi. <laughs> you remember the guy from Degrassi? And then Google that, you, you know what? Turned out it was him. <laughs> Same dude. That's fun for you. Not yeah. for you. Um, I, I accidentally went to like, I went to like a music festival when I was living in London and it was accidentally before... Like a bunch of people got crazy famous, and that included like, um, uh, hello. What's this? Hello, Mark. Did you I make ca- me hot chocolate. Did you say shush? We can hear you, Mark. The door. I can see your reflection <laughs> in the background of Naomi's thing on the wall. <laughs> so Mark's just. I'm guessing that Mark's just come in with like a. A hot made me a hot chocolate. That's, oh, that's nice. nice. Oh, and some biscotti. Ooh. If anyone was da- doubting that he was Italian, biscotti. He just appeared with a little bowl of biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> that was very nice. Thank you. Um, sorry. What were you saying? I don't remember. Um. Anyway, so Matt is worried that Renee is not over Kieran. And I, I didn't like this line. Matt says to his dad, she's so natural looking. Uh, she doesn't, her hate, her face isn't full of fillers, is yeah. essentially what he's saying. But that doesn't mean that it's not, you know. You can so get shit done. Botox, she's got good Botox. Yeah. <laughs> no, she does look, she does look like she hasn't had any work done at all, to be honest. <laughs> um, um, and she looks beautiful. Yes. Um, and then we meet Renee's grandparents and um, Renee's granddad is very worried she's paired up with Kieran. Um, mm. And then they're very happy that she's not with Kieran. And Christ. then and then she says um, who Matt is and said he rides BMX for Nitro Circus and her grandparents look slightly afraid. It's Nitro Circus, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, so Matt's dad starts talking about how because he's in Nitro Circus, yeah, women, young, beautiful women are often throwing themselves at him, which is the funniest thing I've ever heard. But that's, I'm, Nitro Circus isn't for me, you know? No. I'm not the type of person, but then again, I'm the type of person who made out with someone just because they were on Big Brother. So I'm sure there's a lot of BMX baddies out there who would laugh at me for that. Yeah. I also we feel like- We have our own vices. It would be a lot of like- when he says young, beautiful women, I think he would absolutely mean like genuinely 18 and 19 year olds who are just like, it's, man, that's so cool, dude. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. That's a good tactic to get in someone's pants. Man, that's 
so cool, dude. Okay, listen, it's worked for me. <laughs> um, we move on. What else do we have? Kiki uh, tells her mom absolutely everything, which mm-hmm. I love. That's what yes. I say to my mom. I'd be like, Mom, here's the rundown. We've slept together eight times. Um, been on three dates, you know? Yeah. Uh, Kiki says he didn't know. He's now found. She's now found out again. More stuff. She did not know that Kieran slept in Abby's bed. No. And she did not know that Kieran slept in Renee's bed. No. Even though nothing happened. She tells her mum everything. Um, and she, and Kiki's mum fucking grills Kieran, eh? Oh, yeah. And he fucking deserves it. Because Kiki's mum, she has been around. She is an adult woman. And she knows this, she knows this little dweebs deal. She's not going to put up with this behaviour towards her daughter. I hate watching women be so patient when the man they're with is clearly a piece of shit. Yes. And they're like, they keep having to fold in new shit and be like, okay, we've been through a lot, but here we are. And try to twist that into like some medal of like resilience or something. Yeah. Just cut and run, bro. Yeah, leave him. Anyway, I like Kiki's mum says she tells Kieran what he did was a dog act and that he's selfish and that because he wasn't and because he wasn't honest with her um, and that he's a selfish ego tripping guy, which is the Mm. best description of Kieran. Yeah, absolutely. He's very selfish. And then Kieran says he's the most honest person in here, which is like, why do you keep on bringing up honesty all the time, dude? But he's not. No. That's like there, there is a particular type of shit cunt who is honest and thinks that's that means they can do whatever they want. So they'll fuck and they'll be like, I know I said I'd wait for you, but then I fucked someone else, but I'm being honest about it. But he's not even that. No, he's hiding <laughs> it. He's he's being a little rat. Uh, and then Kiki and Kieran sit down and Kiki's like, so I've now heard that you've slept in Abby and Renee's beds. And he's like, I hung out at Abby's bureau for a while and then went to my bed um, and then he fell asleep in Renee's bed or some shit. I don't know. Some shit that seems to be not the entire truth. I was really hoping we'd have Kieran's friend be like, do you remember Jules's friend last year? Oh, who was like, what are you doing? Yeah. He was like, don't fucking do that, you dumb cunt. I really wish Brad had been like that to to Kieran. but He was a little bit like that. But not really. Yeah, no. He was like, I don't think this is going well for you, dude. <laughs> yeah. You need to lay down the law with your friends. I once told my friend that uh, I probably can't say that on the podcast. Don't worry about that. Say it. No, I can't. I'll tell you after. Okay. Will you though? Yes. I'll tell you after. Remind me. All right. And then I'll post it on the Instagram. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Kiki. Um. Well, Kiki, I, I wrote down this, but I don't know what it means. Kiki tells Kieran about Renee slash Abby, and then I've written Kieran blatantly lies. Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. That he was like, I didn't like sleep in their beds, but he fell asleep in both their beds. Yeah. Oh, yes, I see. Yes, okay. Um. He's like, it's not like I fell asleep and was there for hours, but it's like, yeah, yeah you did. I yeah, like that. Kiki also asks Kieran why he didn't tell her and Kiki says he doesn't understand what the big deal is, which is like, yeah, but you also didn't tell her about sleeping with Jess and I would say 
she probably thinks that's a big deal. And so at that same time where you said you, you slept with Jess, you probably should have also have told her um, about the other two women's beds you slept in while you were waiting for her. I mean, yeah, it's less important. I think lying about fucking someone, it kind of would make you forget about the yeah. fact that you slept in someone else's bed. Not your ex's bed. Sleeping in your ex's bed, I think you should maybe mention that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they did hand stuff, him and him and Abby. No, they didn't. No, they. I think they did. Because I, I, I listened to an interview with Kieran and he said that, um, so on the bachelor and paradise and things like that when they've got like the taping in the beret if they see something happening the producers come around and they ask you um for consent consent on camera yeah to consent on camera and so then him and like abby said no and apparently she said that if they hadn't have done that consent a chat with her she probably would have slept with him but it gave her a moment to think they didn't do anything yeah but I mean, I feel they like... They didn't do anything. I don't know. I feel like, oh, maybe it was just feeling each other up still. No, that, that shot was literally just of Kieran's hand because it, when they show like a second of it, it looks like, oh, they're fumbling around down there. But then they showed like a longer bit of that and it was literally just his hand moving from like one part of the bed to another. Yeah, okay. There was no repetitive action. There was nothing like that. But I mean, um, imagine if there was just like a... <laughs> 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 It's like they it's like they showed that because they knew it wasn't sexual activity because they obviously can't show anyone fucking on like at like 7:30. Yeah. So they knew we'll get away with this cuz some people will think it's fingering. That's funny. Um but yeah, you do have to say on camera I consent to sexual activity which I, it does sound like a it pretty would, big mood killer to have yeah, to do that. that would, like a producer and a camera. That person. would dry yeah. me right up. <laughs> <laughs> um what uh that's it there's one episode left yes um and it'll be boring yes and i'm sorry sorry but it also it will be mixed with the first episode of the bachelor which is also you know that's also i would say a particularly boring episode when you're first meeting people oh i can't wait to watch this tall white man called locky <laughs> say that thing about the- i'm Already the- bored. They keep showing these previews of all the women, like their first interaction with him and trying to like make it into a thing. And I'm like, I don't care about any of this at no. all. I'm more excited for The Masked Singer. Yes. Very excited. When does that Danielle start? Danielle and I have booked tickets to be in a virtual live audience, but we have to sign NDAs, so we will not be able to share any of the information about that. Yes. Um, but we that's for us. That's not... That's, we do a lot for you listeners and we love you, but this one's just for us. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> we have things we have to ha- do for our friendship together. <laughs> and Jono. And Jono. <laughs> we love the Masked Singer. Mark, <laughs> famously quite critical of it, actually. Is um, he? So, uh, Rude? He did not get a ticket. But uh, anyway, so that'll be exciting. But we'll still talk about the Masked Singer when the actual episodes are released. We're gonna, we'll, we'll touch on it. Yeah. Yeah. Channel- Honestly, Channel 10, we do a lot for you. And you still don't sponsor us. Maybe because we talk about your duty of care to people's <laughs> mental health or something. Or criticise the and editing. Sneaky editing, uh, you know, manipulating people. What? What? Then you don't want to give us money? You don't like that, Channel 10? <laughs> All right. 
Get out of here. I would say we're being antagonistic. That's the same way we talk about our beautiful listeners and they still <laughs> listen to us. Also the way we talk about each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Any number of people, really, and every contestant on the show. <laughs> um, I did realise before I said something and I was like, oh, that is maybe. I said, Kieran's a piece of shit. Like, that, <laughs> And then I was like, oh, that is quite rude to say that. But, you know, sometimes you say things you regret. <laughs> um, anyway, should I read the, the song description for this week? Yes, please. Okay, the song description for this week is called... The song is... it's Obviously, it's by Kevin McLeod and Combatech. And the song is called Yalas. And the description for the song is... Dark tones and a wah guitar in a modern mix classic sounding reggae piece. That's the full description. So that's quite a normal description cool, this week. Yeah, cool. Cool. Uh, thank you for that. Do you have any, um, um like, uh, reviews for the pod at all? Or I'm not seeing any. Oh. Um, oh. You could have a look on um, Apple. There might be, because they take a while to show up on the website I go on because I don't have any Apple products. Um, you could have a look. Okay, I'll, I'll have a look. Do you, uh, I'll have a look and see if I remember what the last ones were. Um, how do I get to the bit? Don't that worry, says, there's no new ones, so that's fine. Okay, but it does mean we're going to have to, I guess, not do the podcast. Is that like the thing you usually say? Yeah, I guess we're done. Um, I am, I am on the Apple thing now, and I do have to say that I thought we had a five star rating, but um, turns out it's four point nine out of five. Does that mean one person's hated us and given us a one star review? Oh, no. No, mine, sa- is given. mine says five. Yours says five. five? Yeah. Do you know what it is? I'm sorry I can't remember your name, but someone definitely reviewed us and gave us four stars, and then we bullied him, and he changed it to five. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank you. I'm going to say his name's Leo, but that's not for sure. Um, anyway, thank you to all of our beautiful listeners, although we will be cancelling the podcast, so... Uh, because there's no new reviews. So uh, thank you so much for listening. But unfortunately, you'll never find out if these couples stay together. Um, Sorry. My money's on they all get married. My money is not on that. So um, <laughs> if anybody wants to come to me for a bank loan, I'll have a bank loan soon. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess we'll talk to you guys never. Um, but it's been good. It's been fun. Um. Yes, being great. We're gonna wrap it up now. Okay, so uh, okay, bye.
bachelor in paradise. Bitch, 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 bitch in paradise. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.